Oh. Hello. <laughs> hey, there we go. I'm getting picked up a little bit better. <laughs> you know that's going to be used in the intro. I can already... I just know it. Yeah. I regret my knife decision. That's legal. Watch. I keep saying watch. We can't watch a podcast. We listen to podcasts. Blech. Welcome back to Voicing Valiant. This is my chat impression. <laughs> Welcome back to episode six of Voicing Valiant, a podcast by the community for the community, where we discuss everything Valiant, from all the games to the events to Inside LA Valiant to Valcord to just us blathering on about nothing because we forget how exactly how we word our intro. I'm Chad. <laughs> And I'm Bookworm. And we're Team Rocket. Masting off at the speed of night. Meowth. Surrounding now. That's right. <laughs> All right. So, kicking us uh, off this week, we have... This weekend, Overwatch League. Um, first week. Yeah, that happened. New meta. First... We got to see Brigitte on the big screen. Uh, I got to learn a yeah. lot of new tricks. A lot of stuff I didn't know about her that I saw pros doing. I'm like, oh, that's neat. I'm stealing that. Yeah, it's like week one, stage four, completely new meta. Finally, no more dive of like that's been consistent in the past. What like four seasons of in-game competitive? Yeah, uh, so. a lot of games that went in ways that people didn't expect. A lot of games that went in ways people did expect. Uh, can't really go into too much detail about most of them. As I didn't yeah, see half like, of them. I was also pretty busy this week, which we'll go over later. So I didn't get to catch too many of them. But uh, a lot of what I saw was teams not completely understanding the new meta and not trying to change things up to understand it. Uh, yeah. It was, a, it was a good week to skip. Yeah. Most of the games. Because you have, like... Boston Uprising that was on a full stage win streak. Last stage news both their games this week. Against teams that they on paper should have four owed. So, in my opinion. Some pretty big changes. I, I gotta be careful about saying that they did play they did play Houston. I'll get all of the fans on me. Look out, they have a gun! Get down, get down! <laughs> they have they have multiple. <laughs> They are the outlaws. They are the outlaws. Uh, but moving on to the actual important stuff from this week. <laughs> the important LA Valiant. We're starting off another stage strong. Yeah. We start off against the Dynasty. Which we have done pretty well throughout the entire season. Which was, in my opinion, granted I didn't watch most of the week, but uh, just looking at scores, best game of the week. Best game of the week. It was a really good game. Uh, I personally loved it because I finally got to be in the voice chat again with all my friends in Valcourt and watching it together. Not a fun. I couldn't imagine the headache that is joining the voice chat. You know, funny enough, this was the first time I got my brother to join in on the voice chat. Oh, really? So it was really funny. So he comes in and like he, he joins the voice chat, but he mutes himself and we both use my mic. So the people are like, hey, that's that bookworm. It's pretty good. Yeah, 
but it was nice to watch this game with everybody again. Uh, it was like kind of hectic, especially with how Blizzard World turned out, seeing as Dynasty manages to take it very, very fast, all three points, which they now have the... At that point, they had the fastest record on that map, but it is with the changed point B end. So mm-hmm. that can also be a factor to that. But then Valiant only took one point. So that was, that was something that got like, everybody kind of riled up. Like, oh no, it's the first map of the new stage. Like, oh, is Valiant going to do bad? And we're like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. Then you see the stats of yeah, it was just... yeah, Fnetta getting nine kills on Soon, while Soon only got one on Fnetta. Both Widowmakers. Uh, to quote Dwarf, which is one of my favorite quotes I've seen in quite a while. Basically, he says something along the lines of, uh, he's going to start calling it the Fleta effect. <laughs> the Fleta effect. And it's when a, pi- when a player carries as hard as physically possible, but is still held back by their team. Point, he used it to point out uh, that Fleta and effect are both fitting of that. They are. Which is kind of obvious by the name, but uh, Fleta, the entire time that Soul is on stage, is like, wow. Soul is looking really good. And then you kind of stop for a second. You're like, wait a minute. Fleta just killed the entire enemy team pretty much single-handedly. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Soul isn't looking that good. And, you know, that was, like, pretty tough. Because everybody's like, oh, no, no. And, like, but then around comes Horizon. Which, by the way, until this game, Vanyan had never won. But Dynasty had a 100% win rate on it. If yeah. Uh, the stats were right. I can double check later. And, oh. then, and then the dynasty wasn't even able to take a point. They, ma- they didn't Granted, even take two ticks. We only took ticks. one point. Yeah, they didn't get two ticks at all. Vanid only needed 58.9% to cap the point. Mm-hmm. So it went from Vanid never winning that map and dynasty having a 100% win rate to it being flipped. Just completely flipped. Both, uh, Custa had no deaths on Mercy, which was big. It's starting to become a... It's a, it's a, it's a, a trend of Custa never dying. Heroes never die. Yeah. Then Agenities didn't die on Junkrat. And when you looked at uh, Kariv versus Guido, who was the mm-hmm. Zen on Dynasty, they... In healing, they had very similar stats. I think Kariv had about 100 more health healed. But the main difference was that Kariv only died once. Guido died three times. And then when you looked at the damage they dealt out, Guido was at 1,401, while Kariv was at 3,296. Oh, wow. Oh, sad. Wait, is that... No, yeah, that's 96. <laughs> I was like, is that 46? Is my handwriting that bad? <laughs> I, I understand that feel a little too well, to be honest. Yeah. So, yeah, like, Vanyan completely flipped things around on Horizon. And then from Horizon, we went to Li Zhang, which, if I remember correctly, was kind of close. Uh, Li Zhang, did I write it down? I, I can't do. remember if it was close or if we just stomped him. This is what I hate about Wednesday no, no, games, I, because... Uh, I'm not quite sure if it was close. I know they were... I think at least one of the maps was 99 to 99. 
Yeah. Yes. I know uh, we took but, both maps. Yeah, we took both of them. But quite, I, I can't remember. The second one was 99 to 99, but the first one, Seoul couldn't even get the point into overtime. When Nijang Tower started up, they gave a little fact that as of that game, Guido as Zen dies uh, 27% more against Valiant than he does in his season average. Oh, wow. So Valiant was very much focusing the Zen and getting that kill on Zen. It's not bad. Yeah. I think one of my uh, favorite next... parts... Uh, oh, let me finish. I write down all these stats for nothing with you. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, one of my favorite parts is a uh, night market. Uh, you, they look like they're going to turn it around in Seoul with the grab, but they counter-grabbed. And uh, while the barrage is raining down on Valiant, Agility is, just goes above Seoul's Farah and uses its own barrage. So, mm-hmm. so they don't even get the full effect. And then Kariv uses his transcendence while Guido does not. So uh, they managed to get a wipe on Dynasty. I don't think it was a team. No, it wasn't a team wipe, but I think four of them were down. And then when they went, went the last push towards the point, that's when Guido finally used trance, but he didn't even get to touch the point. So first they didn't even get it into overtime, which is like just shows how good they were holding that. And that was, uh, I believe, Soon's first time on Brigitte, the baguette on mm-hmm. Brigitte, <laughs> as Uber said. He looked real good on her, too. It was a nice surprise. Yeah, it was really good because it was his first time on Brigitte on stage, and he went 12-1 kill deaths. Which isn't bad at all. Yeah. And... His armor given was 2,168. So, yeah. He was doing pretty good. I'm, I'm excited to see more of Brigitte this season. Yeah, I really like how she's kind of fitting into the meta. Mm-hmm. Because you have, like, you have your off-tank players playing her. You have DPS playing her. You have supports playing her. Yeah, it's really cool. I'm, re- I'm really happy that... There is a new hero to change it up because the games have been getting kind of stale. They've I agree, and they needed a new hero to come in. And Brigitte fills that gap really well, in my opinion. I think she's a great hero. I think she's. I have to agree with what they were saying. I think on Wednesday, they like interviewed all the pros, and all the pros were like, "Yeah, she's really balanced." And I'm not sure if they're being sarcastic or not, but I think she's in a really good spot. I mean, now she that could her definitely... shield bash has been up raised to like six seconds as opposed to five, I think that was a really good change. Yeah, in ladder, she has been nerfed quite a bit, and she is better than she was before in terms of balance. I still think she might need some tweaking, but if she's in a lot better place than she was at the very start of oh, the for sure. season, so. But yeah. also, like, the way people were talking about, like, oh, she's coming in, she's going to destroy the game. Every game I play with her is on fun. I was like, she's not that strong, though. She can't go in and 1v6 a team. Just work. Just She, uh, she requires teamwork to she defeat. Does. She and does. I think that really adds a nice change to the meadow as opposed to, hey, if you're good by yourself, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. 
anyway, moving on. Now we can move on <laughs> to. Oh, hold on. Watch- I, got, I still got a couple notes here. Oh, really? Now you took notes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, always. <laughs> uh, my notes specifically state that Watchpoint Gibraltar went 5 4. <laughs> Unfortunately, we didn't take that one. No, uh, with that, it was honestly pretty close. Except near the end, like, things kind of fell apart, but it wasn't bad. Like, in terms of fights, I believe they both won about equal amount of fights. Mm-hmm. So it, it wasn't a bad game. It was close. Maybe Valens just kind of was, isn't that good on Gibraltar? Because we haven't seen them on Gibraltar in a long time. I don't know what it was about that game, but it just kind of looked like we forgot how to play Payload. Yeah. But then yeah. one nice little uh, thing that popped up at, at the beginning of that map was that Space dies as D.Va 68% less against Soul Dynasty than uh, he does his season average hmm. as of that game. And like I, that's why I really love that they put these little stats up on the screen during the game because I can't really find them anyplace else. And these are cool little facts. Yeah. Like as of that game, like space dies so much less to Dynasty. Like that's so cool. Like over fifty percent less as Diva, our little baby Diva main. <laughs> I believe he's only played against Dynasty. That would be twice now. Because mm-hmm. he was only in for last stage and this stage. But yeah, he was doing like, even with the short amount of time he's had on, he's still doing very, very well. Oh, yeah. Space has made a huge impact ever since he has been able to join the stage. But then I heard that. Somewhere my iPad thought that I said, hey, Siri. Hey Siri, call nine one one. And I won't. Well, it's it's an iPad. Damn it! Luckily, it doesn't it doesn't call. Mm. If it does call, that would be. I would be afraid. Okay, back on track. Edit that out, please. <laughs> Don't edit that out. Let just let that go. Just take that clip of her saying that and just. Yeah. Repeat it put, put. thirty times and make that the whole episode. Edit that out. Edit that out. Edit that out. Edit that out. Edit that. Okay. But moving on to Nepal. Still would be better than last week. Moving on to Nepal. <laughs> uh, Nepal was fun, 2-0. Uh, I love seeing Vani on Control. <laughs> while we don't know how to play Payload, Control is always our, our best. <laughs> and it seems like it will continue being that way. What was really funny is uh, this entire first season of Overwatch League, Dynasty has yet to pull off a reverse sweep. That's kind of scary, actually. They, they like, had they won Nepal, they would have uh, pulled off the first reverse sweep, but nope, nope, Banyan told them no. So, yeah. Banyan managed to knock them out of that. As usual, Genetis was on fire and just going crazy on it. But super important thing, since we did beat Seoul, yeah, that means that we are top of the Pacific. We are also now fourth in the overall rankings, which is pretty nice. Yeah, and Vanyan just has to keep winning and keeping a both win and map 
differential above Seoul, and they should stay on top in the Pacific side of things. Which I think we can easily do. Yeah. Uh, one thing I don't think anyone's going to do for a while is pass New York. They have three losses the entire season. Yeah. Pretty sure at this point they could just pull people from the, the crowd and say, hey, you're playing this game and do that for probably the next two stages and still hold first. Which is a little scary. Yeah, but Valiant, I feel like, what, needs to make it to the season playoffs. Like, they got the win Mm -hmm. uh, against Dragons on Saturday, which is also very good. Like, every win counts for them. Like, it's very important. And honestly, like, I'm looking for my notes. I'm looking at my notes for that game, and they're all over the place because these are the notes I took at the girls' gaming summit. I hope I can figure out what the heck I was trying to write. Oh, <laughs> uh, while you try and figure it out, I will, I will point out that that puts Shanghai 0 and 32, and people still thought that they were going to just mop all over Dallas. Like I thought they'd at least do better against Dallas, but they didn't. They didn't know how to adapt. That was, the, that was a big issue for them. They didn't know how to adapt after that mm-hmm. first map. Because they did very well against them on King's Row, which is a map they did very well against us as well. So they know how to play King's Row and hybrid maps. Mm-hmm. They, seem to, they seem to have figured out that. But the rest of the maps, they didn't know how to adapt to this new meta. Like against, I think there's uh, also more more problems under the engine than people want to point out. Yeah, definitely. I I expected them to kind of I expected them to beat Dallas. I didn't expect it to be a four zero. I expected it to go to map five, to be honest. Mm-hmm. But the first map, like game one, Kings Row, I was like, no, Dallas is going to win this. And then Shanghai took the point. I'm like, I I'm still 100 percent saying that Dallas is going to win. Yeah, so it's. Very interesting watching the dragons play because they did very, very well on King's Row, and then mm-hmm. not, like they didn't know how to adapt. And I get that was a good thing for Valiant because that meant that Valiant got three maps off of them. But yeah, like King's Row uh, was a uh, speaking of Valiant getting the three maps off of them, the fourth yeah. map. I thought it was really nice to see some of our. Ah, yes. Verbo KS. They, they specifically don't want them called the sister team. Yeah, they'll, they'll or like team B, B team. They'll like. But, but I'm going to keep calling them the well, B team. Uh, I believe that when Space did his no interview at the end, he did call them the B team. They are the ones who would be substitutes, say, if somebody mm-hmm. got injured or if they want to try something new, maybe they're better on certain maps. They would sub in for those maps. Because uh, I believe it was a uh, Pine. He uh, he was something similar to what B team is. Well, he would only be subbed in for control maps. Yeah. Uh, people would be like, "Oh, Pine is amazing. He's so good," and they constantly talk about him. But what people didn't realize is that he only comes in for control maps. That uh, I believe that was on of stage one that he did that. Uh, sorry, I was. I was paying attention, but then you got the then ping. There was a ping. There was a ping in in Discord, and I'm not pointing out who pinged it, but it's someone that's going to be listening to this in a couple hours, probably. 
and uh, blaming yeah. you for this little bit. Yeah, you, you can distracted cut it out us. If you, want. you can cut it out if you want, but this is your fault. Well, that just happened. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Yes. Uh, uh, talking about the, the other people coming in, I really liked seeing them all on stage. I think it's good. I think it'd be better if they do it more often. Yeah, uh, Space, it, when he was doing this thing, he was talking about how this was like a way to get them uh, stage time, like get them used mm -hmm. to it. Because there's something very different about scrimming versus playing on stage. It, oh, yeah. It's a completely different energy. There's a, uh, there's a different sense of urgency, a different sense uh, that, that's just going on through everybody. And the synergy may not be there within the team as much. Which is why I feel that they only subbed in certain members and not the entire team to mm -hmm. be the entire B team. Because uh, they have to work with maybe half A team, half B team if something happens. Like, I don't know, say Kareev and Fate go on another fishing trip and they'll be witched by mermaids. And suddenly you get uh, Verbo and Numnoct have to come in. It's an Interesting thought process. I like it. it it's, it's May, so it's Mermay. And so uh, I have mermaids on the, on, in the brain. So I'm just like, what if they get bewitched by mermaids and suddenly they can't play anymore? You know? It's possible. I wouldn't put it past them. So like, it was, it was very good for them to switch them out, even though we, that was the one map that Vanit lost. They didn't do bad. I feel like... Oh yeah, they did, they did pretty well. Um, from what I've seen, from what I from what I see, while they weren't doing too well, uh, on the on the first point of it, they had an issue where while they were up in kills, they weren't fighting on the payload itself, so they managed to get free push and cap it, and then later on they were staggered and they kept getting staggered until they managed to stabilize for point three, but mm -hmm. by then, uh, Shanghai already had a huge time bank to work with. And had a lot of momentum. And they managed to push it the rest of the way. They didn't really... They had a similar issue that Shanghai's been having. is that they didn't adapt. Or didn't adapt fast enough to what the enemy was putting out. So we saw them swapping a lot of heroes. So they were very much using that as a test. As a practice of new, new strats, new players. All that kind of stuff. But, uh, but for... The rest of the maps, uh, we had King's Row, which was absolutely amazing to watch. Went to, they managed to get through the entire thing and make it into the, sec into the time bank. Both of them managed to cap all three points. And what I found very, very cool and very, was that usually when a team caps and starts pushing the payload on a hybrid map, they usually get it out of the initial area just by a little bit. Like with King's Row, at least they make it towards that arc. Mm -hmm. But the payload didn't even move past that. It only made it like a point, like a point, I think like five meters away from the garage, which is very... Was, and one of the big reasons that happened was that Custa got a very, very good res off of Fate. Fate and Space had died due to a dragon just as the point had been capped. And while they were waiting for the garage doors to open, he managed to just like hide inside of the hotel for just a moment to be and popped out to get the res. 
as that was going on, Jindy's got the kill onto the Hanzo, which made sure that Custa could get his res off. So now they had Custa, Agenities, and Fate that was near the point and who could stall, especially since Fate was a Reinhardt who had a knot of health and shield. And that's how they managed to really stop it there, which gave them a huge advantage for their push. I just find that absolutely amazing. Uh, I have to agree. <laughs> Sorry, Jack. I was like, when I was watching that knife, I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. This is so cool. Like, well, I can't get that out of my head. It's A, I don't have much to contribute to that, and B, I had notifications on for our podcast Discord. Uh, and this said- is the most active it's been. <laughs> oh and my- I was trying to turn it off, and all I hear is <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, so then someone <laughs> was messaging us when he knows that I'm recording in here since it's his room. Well, they're also talking in general now, too. And I still have, I have I had all notifications on because we're not that big. And I figured it's if anything gets sent there, it's probably important to look at. Yeah. But they've just been like, just been pinging. And I'm like, sorry, all right, well, I'm just going gonna... Sorry, guys, podcast has been canceled because the Discord's distracting us. <laughs> distracting me you're you're doing good i'm just all right i got it all i got it i got it down notifications are off i'm gonna forget to turn them back on miss something important and i can't wait chad wake up we have an emergency (laughs) emergency we need you to re-record something well i guess you're just doing without it all right um but yeah that was a crazy game yeah, I'll, I still need to go back and watch the VOD. I've only seen bits and pieces of it. Yeah, like, and I'm looking was at the... busy that the... day, and us playing against the dragons, I, it wasn't really hey, interesting. I was busy that day, too. But then again, they had a viewing party at the thing I was busy at. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember what I was doing, but it was probably more entertaining than watch us, watching us play against the dragons. Wow. Yeah, cut that, please. That was a little toxic. It's got Can we get that cut in? <laughs> this is my only request. I take back the earlier request where I told you cut. to keep that one part in. Let's cut this one. Cut my life into pieces. Cut my podcast into pieces. This is our last resort. Cut my life into pieces. This is my last resort. Toxicity is spreading. I blame anyone that's not me. So you blame yourself. And only uh, yourself. Anyone that is me is who I'm blaming. Save <laughs> okay. some face, cut this. We're we're kind people here. Kind people here, yeah, right. Okay, moving on. So yeah. Vanif did very well, even though Dragons did very well on King's Road. Like soon, I believe. Let's see if I wrote this down right. Thirty kills to eight deaths. And let's see. I'm trying to, why would why did I write twenty one fi- oh yeah he had twenty one final blows see I was like super busy and like trying to write this down as it was happening and now I realize that my handwriting isn't the best <laughs> but yeah he, they were popping off fate compared to who, whose name is Fionis <laughs> yeah uh this is just a podcast about me trying to decipher my writing when I write really fast. Like, my writing for Dragons and Valiant is way different from my writing from Dynasty and Valiant. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah, compared to them, uh, Fiona's had 32,439 damage blocked, while Fate had 45,410. Impressive numbers. So that was a good 10,000 more. I believe that Fiona's at one point switched to Winston. I have I, I don't remember if they showed the time play, but I they had very they either had the same amount of time or similar times. So they you, mm-hmm. we can't even say that like oh fate was uh Reinhardt longer than Fiona's. Yeah, they did very they even though Dragons did very well against the fuel on that map, Ranit outplayed them at the end of it all. I mean I'll hold my tongue actually. <laughs> You you guys heard it here first. Chad's a closet dragons fan. Uh, Chad's a closet toxic person. <laughs> and was gonna say if you put the two worst teams. But yeah, um, moving on. Hopefully that section got cut out. Van- Man, is this what our <laughs> podcast has evolved into? Pretty much, yeah. So yeah, Vanian. Where's our structure? <laughs> We've lost it all. I'm trying to get us back on track, Chad. Please work with me here. All right. Um, inside LA Valiant, we have. We a, still a have recap. two more maps to talk about. Come on. Please. You're kidding me. You're kidding me. Oh, pobrecita. Inside LA Valiant <laughs> this week was a recap. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. What, what do you got? What notes you got for the. Okay. What other two maps are, so were there? So we had Hanamoda, which was really, really cool. Mm-hmm. Because Vanyan took both points. They win, They won pretty much all the fights for that map. And while the dragons managed to hold them for a while on point B, they still managed to take it. Back on track. So on Hanamoda was really, really cool because Vanyan managed to like full hold them at the start. Soon didn't die at all while he was on Widow. Like, no deaths at all. He was uncontested, kept getting pretty much free shards on the enemy. There was a really cool clip of him getting a 3k and just like, he manages to hit the Nucio that's wall riding at the top. Like, he was just had nobody pressuring him. And on that map, they, mm-hmm. were, they were running uh, Hagarisa. And Space's hook accuracy was at 64%. That's actually pretty nice. Yeah, I really ha- have, I'm really happy that they showed that because I've been wanting to see Space's hook accuracy. And I, like, I can find like, certain stats on, say, like Winston's nap, but it doesn't show them like it does in game, like per map, like compared to other teams, stuff like that. It doesn't show it like it does in game. So I was really glad that they finally showed his hook accuracy. Then let's see Oasis. Oasis, we had a cool little tidbit again about space, who, like I've said, is amazing. That diva, baby diva main, he dies 33% ness against the dragons and he does his uh, season average compared to Dynasty, where nice. he was at, uh, I believe, 64% ness. So the dragons yeah. actually do a better job at killing space as Diva than the dynasty does. Pretty cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. See, I'm trying to avoid my 
toxic comments now. So I'm just going to go, mm-hmm. But yeah, Dragon... This week I learned that if you run a podcast for an Overwatch team, you might want to watch one of their games. Uh, so otherwise it's like, yeah, look, listen to all this cool stuff. And you're just like, uh-huh. I'm here and I, yeah. oh yeah, this amazing was, thing happened. I was just like huge turning point and you're like yeah yeah that was a thing yeah yeah it was cool i definitely saw it don't 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 witch hunt me you can't find me anywhere so uh one thing that was really funny about oasis was that fate got pushed into traffic (laughs) i've been you know it's kind of sad because it's the team that i root for that had someone die to the car but I've been wanting to see somebody die to those cars, like being pushed into them, not like space uh, resetting himself and jumping into traffic or something. I think he did that. Nas, he he did that at one point. Nas stage, I believe. Mm-hmm. There've been quite a few car kills. Some of them have been pretty funny. Yeah, it was just like he was space just got pushed into traffic and got hit by the car, and it's just the cars have the best kill death ratio so far. Like, that is the only stat that matters. Oh, yeah. I remember, I think it was stage one that the car, they actually put up the stats of the who had been killed by the star. The, they had put up the stats of who had been killed by the cars. And I believe it was Taimu who was killed twice. And Jake killed once, if I remember correctly. And those were the three kills that the cars got. And like, it, it was just so funny that they actually took the time to get the stats of the cars. I am hoping that the cars become a a playable hero soon. Oh god. You guys hear it here I first. The, a car, car main. the cars are the new heroes. Yeah. I also want them to just like I don't know. They they just need to make a really funny hero. We don't have any So you want yourself as a hero? Oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm glad one of us thinks I'm funny. I'm trying to detoxify you. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> I'm going to blame it on lack of sleep. Oh, God, no. Okay, so moving on to inside any Valiant discussion time. All right, I can talk about part of this. So this week, the video wasn't really a new video. It was mo- it's mostly just a recap. Yeah, it was, it it was cool, though. Like the previous, what, 10 episodes? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that I forgot about. Yeah. And like reminded you of what was going on at the start. It was kind of sad because at one point you see Unko and you're like, Unko! Ah. Yeah. And then, of course, they had the the infamous scene. Oh, yes. The in and I was out. like, yes, embrace it. Oh, bye. Embrace it, Noah. <laughs> they fully embraced it. Yeah. And besides that video, I, ben- I believe the, uh, the B-Vanyard video that they put out was a video about a dad taking his son and his son's friends to a game. It was really cute. Oh, that's sweet. Uh, it's- See, those videos are like three minutes long, and I watch none of them. <laughs> I, found- I-, I keep meaning to. I'm like, it's only three minutes, and then I... You forget. I'll open up YouTube, and it's like, hey, do you remember this song you listened to the other day? And I'm like, hell yeah, I do. Let's listen to it again. Yeah, I found it very cute because it's always nice to see like parents being supportive of their kids' interests. Because mm-hmm. it was a I pretty like young kid, and the dad. I like to imagine the dad plays. No, the dad like, from the sounds of it, doesn't really know much about Overwatch. Like he just took his kids. His well, it's I think many of us his kid and his kid's friend. 
mm-hmm. took them to a game. And at one point, the kid talked to somebody who was wearing a bunch of Valiant gear. And, like, and that's how they ended up on being, being part of the Be Valiant thing, just showing just a dad and his son having fun at the games. It was really, really cute. That is really nice. I, one thing I do like about those videos is that every time I do watch one, I'm like, hey, that is super wholesome. It's so wholesome. Like the the video of uh, the couple who work together with the Valiant Street team and how they've been married. And that was like so mm-hmm. cute. Like they work together for that. Like I want someone like that. Too You'll bad. get someone. Just keep going to games and then just <laughs> find the person, abduct them. I will not abduct who my future from partner. what I learned. <laughs> Wait. From what I learned last week, Los Angeles is a big place. There's plenty of places to hide. Oh yeah, uh, little thing to a little tangent. Chad didn't realize how big Los Angeles is, so we wanted to see how Hi. big his town was. My brother looked it up, and by the looks of it, the space of my his whole town is about the size of a block of Los Angeles. Yeah, and my town specifically, which is about an hour away from LA, there are three elementary schools in the space his town takes in my town. And I live in the the literal middle of nowhere. So yeah, Chad had no idea how big LA was. I still think you could have went door to door. No, no. You just weren't. You just needed to be more... There's a word I'm thinking of, but I can't think of it. So, editor, fill in the blank. Find find the find the More, clip of I don't know. The uh, I think uh, I, I think I know of, what word you're talking about, but I can't remember it either. I don't know. I think try well, at harder. This point, I just want. I guess I just want your brother to edit in. He just needs to go online, find the word I'm thinking of, go to like dictionary.com where they pronounce it, take that clip and add it in right there. Strong as the mountain. Any word will do, as long as it fits. Next topic is another thing that I don't have much to talk about. Uh, uh, How was the summit? So, yeah. uh, Okay, so, Vanians had one major event this week and a minor event. Uh, The minor event was uh, the university I go to, Cal Poly Pomona, has Frag Night. It's a bring-your-own-console-monitor-computer event. I'm sorry, can you repeat that college name? But slowly. Cal Poly Pomona. Cal Poly Pomona. California and Poly Technical Institute of Pomona. I believe it's the full name. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Today it's Poly Technical University. It was something like Corona. I'm trying to think. It was like Coronas. I I, I, I mean, I go to school and I don't remember the actual name. Which kind of sucks. I just know I just know it's Cal Poly Pomona. Yeah. That's fair. But yeah, uh, they had Frag Night, Bring Your Own Console event. And it, it was kind of sponsored in part by uh, Banyan. They had a booth there. They, mm-hmm. You could take a survey. And along with that, Verbo was also there doing 1v1s. He wasn't there the whole oh. night. He was just out for a while. I got to 1v1 him. How badly did he beat you? Do I have to talk about that? Can I just like hide under the bed for the rest of my life? Nope. Nope. It was a best of five. Uh, did you get 5-0'd? 
kind of I got one kill on him. But that kill hey, did look, not that's... result in a win of a round because we were both Ana. We shot each other at the same time. So we both killed each other at the same time. It's still something to take. Yes, I killed I killed him. I killed him. I got a couple of shots yeah. off him. It 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 was something. But yeah, he was really sweet. He actually recognized me from the uh Art gallery, he was like, I, he was like, did I see you at a at a meetup? I'm like, no, no, it's the art gallery. He was like, oh yeah, you, I recognize you. I'm like, ah, ah, so that was a personal victory there. And then I bet when you went to the summit and saw him once more, he was like, now this is getting creepy. No, I didn't even like really go up to them at the summit. I was too nervous to go up to any of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, move like the second event that Vanian that I went to for Vanian this. Uh, weekend was the girls in gaming summit hosted by microsoft it was very very fun i got there like right before the event started the the players were there taking pictures and so was ray there in her <laughs> vana she was there in her vana yeah i hate saying that word there's two l's in it i always feel like i'm saying saying it wrong I've said it right, I believe. Yeah. She was there in her Vala cosplay. I hate that word. I hate L's. I hate L's. I can't pronounce them. Third time's the jump. I think it was third times. But yeah, all the players were there at the start, like right before it was beginning. Everybody's just waiting outside, along with Ray and her Vala cosplay. So we can take pictures and stuff. They were all lined up. I remember when I arrived there, I was like a little nervous and didn't want to take a picture, but Noah kind of bullied me into it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so I got a picture with all of them, which is cool. I wanted to get them to sign my book because I have most of those signatures there, but I was way too nervous to do it. Like, it was one thing to do it at the fan art gallery because they weren't like all together. Some of them were, like, they were kind of in their groups and scattered around. And this was after they had come back from a game and stuff. This was before and right before they were going to go to a game. So I was like, I don't want to talk to them. I don't want to like distract them or like do anything. I was very, I was just like standing next to Ray. I'm like, no, no, I don't want to do that. I'm nervous. <laughs> but it was, a, it was a lot of fun. There were three panels there and we were given time in between to just mingle and talk. And there was a food truck there with really good food. Uh, each Ooh, panel, food trucks are great. Yeah, each panel had uh, five speakers, I believe. Uh, all of them were women, except for the last panel that had one man, which was Noah. Mm-hmm. And he was makes sense. He was very conscious. So yeah, it was <laughs> those three panels, and a bit before that, we were given time to just be inside and mingle and talk to people. I got to meet Cass there. Mm-hmm. Which was really cool. She is a staff member for Valiant and who is the she is the one who moderates the Valcord viewing parties over VC, which you've mentioned a few times in the past. And I'm really happy to finally meet her because she's a she very also, cool person. She also plays in one of my D and D campaigns. Yeah. What is she in your D and D campaign right away? Uh she plays a warlock. That feels something that's very cast. I think it's a wood elven warlock. Mm. Yeah, she's very cool. I'm very happy to have met her. I also got to meet Ray, who was on a show two episodes ago, mm-hmm. I believe. I, I reckon that there was one girl, though, who I had met at the fan art gallery. 
with her, uh, we were both kind of lost onto where to find parking for the fan art gallery, and then we walked together to the uh, Nucleus. So it was really cool seeing her again. Mm-hmm. Then just meeting a bunch of new so. people, meeting a bunch of new people. It's a lot of fun. I got to overhear a very funny conversation that Noah had that I'm pretty sure he doesn't want me to repeat, but I'm putting it in here in case he listens to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just if, this way, this is, we'll guarantee we can find out if he listens or not by if he replies. Yeah, this is just to tease him a bit. That was a really, really fun event. Uh, so the panels were enabled as maps. You know, map one, two, mm-hmm. and three. First one was through female eyes. A conversation with esports professionals. Okay, so that's the name suggests. It was like esports professionals. Uh, uh, the CEO of Super League Gaming, if I got her title right, should be. That's what it says here. Uh, content creator, the Sabrina Wong, who works for Immortals mm-hmm. Valiant. She is also the one who worked with the frag night that I went to at Cal Poly. We had someone from Lizard Entertainment there. It was like very um, uh, a nice, diverse group of people. Uh, what, uh, Courtney Williams, I believe, was the pro CSGO player who was there also speaking. So they got to talk a bit about the industry, how their views on it, things have been changing. Mm-hmm. Map two, panel two, was champion change from industry behemoths to first-time streamers. That one I didn't get to watch in full because this was right after the food truck arrived and we we went out to get food. And I didn't finish my food in time before the panel started and I didn't want to be eating there. So I was eating in the upstairs area, which is really cool. They had like the games playing and stuff. And when I got down, it was already halfway done, but it was also a very, very cool panel to watch. Map three, panel three was a uh, unfinished business, next steps and actions items for the for a healthy industry. That one was the one that Noah was a part of, mm-hmm. and it was just so funny because you got this panel after panel of just four women, and you just see Noah there, and he looks so awkward. I'm sorry, Noah, if you're listening to this, but you was just look so awkward up there. You look so nervous. And as soon as he, when he first was going to talk, he's like, I just want to start this off by saying I'm very aware that I'm the only guy up here and stuff. <laughs> it's hilarious. It's a good way of starting it. But yeah, they all got to talk a bit about the industry, their thoughts on it, things that they've done, things they want changed. Very, very insightful. Very just, it was, it was so nice to have something like that because it is an industry that's very much male dominant. And it was nice to go to an event with so many people who were like me. Uh, I'm trying to remember who it was. Their faces aren't on. They don't have the, like, a picture of them next to their names on the panthip. So I'm going to look them up real quick. on. So Because I cannot remember who it was. But one of them started off playing Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And Overwatch is their first FPS. And that was like, just like, ah, oh, that's so me. Because that's how I started. I started off on Pokemon. I was the president of my high school's Pokemon club for two years. I would run in high school tournaments, prep for regionals. Like, that's how I kind of got introduced to esports. 
Let's see. It was Courtney Williams, Ivan. Mm-hmm. Yes. Let me check again. Yes, Courtney Williams. And it was like it was so nice to be like, hey, that's someone like me who started off on Pokemon and is now suddenly on an FPS. I never got into was, was, Pokemon like professional and stuff. Never watched any of the actual tournaments. I know there was one where the guy won with a Patrice. Oh yes, that one. Oh, that's my favorite one to talk about because it's just like that was so off meta, but it won. Mm-hmm. Because it was off meta. You, uh, that's the funny thing about Pokemon is like everybody runs meta. But if you do something that's completely off meta, usually it doesn't work because the meta heroes have a good uh, move pool to work against them. But that was just one thing that was like off meta that worked. That was so fun. But uh, it was really cool. They... After the first two panels, they they had a break because that's when the Valiant game was going on. So I got to just sit in an audience full of women and Noah just watching this game. It was really funny because I could actually, like, Noah was, like, in the row behind me and, one, like, a few seats over. So I could hear him talking, like, yeah, go, yeah, crib, you take her out. Like, I could hear his reactions live. It was so funny. On and all, it was a great event. I hope they make another one. That's nice because it was just like it was so much fun mm-hmm. getting to meeting new people, meeting old people that I've met at other events. Uh, getting to meet both Baymax and Sabrina. I got I got to meet Sabrina at Frag Night, but it was nice to see her again. Uh, meeting Cass, meeting Ray. It was, so, it was meet, so nice. Got to meet a little bit of everybody. Yeah. It does sound like it was a a good time though. It was definitely worth the five hours of commute. Oh, I'd say so. Probably wouldn't be worth my, like, 60-hour commute. Yeah. I can't think of much so, that would be. <laughs> it's a long drive. Like, honestly, if it, was been, if, it had, if it had been any longer, I probably wouldn't have gone because mm-hmm. it was, like, an hour and a half on a train. Then I hop on a subway. Then I hop on another subway. But this one's not really a subway because it comes out of the ground. It's the metro. And that combined takes me like 45 minutes, maybe more, depending if I'm lucky enough and I catch the metro before it needs when I'm switching them. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was a like 10 minute walk. And the, when I looked it up, the area was pretty nice. But there's this one little section where uh, there was a homeless guy and he followed me for a second. <laughs> he didn't really follow me, but it felt like he was following me because he was walking the same direction. Yeah. But it gives you that feeling that, oh, God, am I going to get followed? But it was, like, right by, like, a Starbucks. So nothing was going to happen anyway. Because I was like, hey, there's a Starbucks here. It's going to be fine. I can walk there. Forgot that homeless like to sit on the... Uh, if you don't know L.A. Yeah, I don't know L.A. It's uh, everywhere you go, those homeless, which is, like, very, very sad. Mm-hmm. And, but that's just how the city is. So when I'm talking about this, like, this is something that's a normal occurrence I've seen, like, all the time whenever I'm in LA, whenever I go to conventions. It was, like, really no different from me walking from the subway station to the convention center when I go to a uh, convention. Mm-hmm. It was really no different from that. It was just that it was a different area, so I wasn't, like, as, a, as used to it as I normally am. 
had it been like any longer of a walk, I might have like not decided to do it. Or if it had been in a worse area. But it was definitely worth it. It was like three and a half there, three and a half back. My back was killing me. Oh, I would. So I'm were my shoulders. So. Like, but it was very, very fun. Worth all of that. I would definitely go again if they make another one. I think Dwarf said he kind of wanted to go, but he wasn't sure if it'd be female only. Mm-hmm. I believe it was Dwarf that said that. But I'm no, everybody go. Sure. I know those. There was a few girls, though, with their boyfriends, I think. And there was just some guys. Uh, of course, those the guys who are part of Vanian's staff. Yeah, so not, it was very cool. I got to see this one. I'm thinking out on his name. But he was also there for the commuter lion skate event. And he was like, hey, you were there at that event, right? I'm like, yeah, that's me. Hey. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad you had fun. Mm-hmm. You're there like, yeah, I can't make it to these events. Mm. I'm halfway across the country. I'm more sitting here like, man, I wish I could have any input in this conversation, but. It's okay. Uh, The next event is the Pride Party, is it not? Yes. Yes, it is. That's June something. June 10th, I think. June 10th, and I can't go because I'm not 21 yet. Ah. Why, cruel world? Feels bad. Just and, give uh, me your just... ID and I'll go in. And <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure you can pass as me. We probably look identical. I totally can pass. Uh, you'll, you'll have to grow out a beard. I wish I could go to the event. It's a pride event. Like, come on, I don't get to go to those often and stuff. It's an event at a bar. That's all that I care about. The drinks sound so cool. So mean. Toxic. That's not toxic. Like, I don't even care for the drinks. I don't even care for the drinks. I just want to, like, hang out with them. I mean, I'm sure. At a pride event. I'll finally find mm. a girlfriend, though, maybe. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Just sneak in. Sneak in. Oh, uh, uh, I was actually joking around with Ray, like... Joking around that, like, if I wouldn't be net into the Girls in Gaming Summit, that I would just hide behind her cape and i just sneak in that way. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I'll do for See, the... that's all you... Yeah, that's all you gotta do for the, the Pride Party, too. I'll just, like, hide under someone's dress or something. Go into a steal backpack. Your bro- steal your brother's ID and just try and try Wait, have you'd you have s- you'd have better luck getting in I've, with your brother's id than you wouldn't mind probably. i'd almost guarantee have you seen like pictures of me and my brother next to each other nope that we sent one in the but yeah he's like super tall like probably over a foot taller than me like the only picture i've seen of your brother is his profile picture on discord and the only picture i've seen of you was one in valcord didn't you see the picture of my brother being attacked by a cat? Right, yes, I did see that one. Forgot about that one. I don't know if you have anything else to add about the event, but... Besides, it was uh, amazing. Th- I want to go to another one like it. Just, that's pretty much it. Yeah, so, so Valiant staff, you have to be listening to this. Uh, make it happen. <laughs> um, next week, for the LA Valiant, we have, we're going against the Florida Mayhem. And the Boston Uprising. Uh, I'm just going to give my honest predictions. I think we're going to 4-0 both of them. I feel it's going to be 3-1 both of them. 
Because, like, and you know, I'm not, I'm not going to underestimate them due to the new meta. Boston hasn't been doing too well, despite the fact that they were doing amazing last stage. They aren't adapting well to this new meta. They lost a head coach, which maybe there was something going on internally as to why he would have to step down. Mayhem, just, I don't feel like they're going to do too, too well against Valiant. But then again, that's what ha we said during stage two. And they beat us stage two. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't. I think we're going to 4-0, but I wouldn't be surprised if it's like a 3-1. Yeah. Well, actually, let me check the match uh, real quick. Just based off of last week, I would say that... Oh, Vanyan well, has Gibraltar against Florida, so... Yeah. See how that goes. And then Boston Uprising, What's what maps do we have here? Oh, it's going to be Dorado, not... Gibraltar, so we might be we we we'll, we'll get that one. Uh, I just think that both of those teams looked a little rough last week. Yeah. Whereas we had like a shaky map or two out of two games, which is pretty nice. I just feel like it'll be uh, to quote certain toxic members of Valcord, uh, easy clap. Man, find, think, suspended. Go get out of here. Yeah, Yo, know. we're replacing you with dwarf. Ouch! I thought we were friends this whole time. Who are you again? I don't know. <laughs> What's my name again? But yeah, I think, I think I don't, I don't like underestimating them because then it hurts more when we news maps to them. <laughs> mm -hmm. I always like to I I like to see the good in all the teams. I want Overwatch League in general to do well. I want Valiant to come out on top. But I feel like it'll be thanks maybe 4-0 against Florida Mayhem and 3-1 against Boston. Yeah, that's probably a little bit more realistic. I just in my mind we're going to 4-0 every game. Hey, we did fall over them the other week, remember? Yeah. Don't do the math. Never do the math. <laughs> what is... Math is a social construct or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. That's probably not wrong. Mm -hmm. uh, at this point, we have open bike, which, let's be honest, is just kind of... We kind of didn't make that a section anymore. We just kind of throw it in randomly all over the place. Yeah, because nobody really sends us anything over Twitter ever since that first week that we got something. We get occasional so suggestions on the server, but uh, this week we didn't get any there either. We haven't even gotten like anyone saying like, hey, here's what I liked or disliked about it. Yeah, this, like, this week we didn't really get much feedback, which I'm not surprised since it was the off week episode. And I don't know how many people were going to listen to it since yeah. I feel like many of them would listen to them in like the Wednesday drive to work or to the games or something. So I'm not surprised that since it was the off week, we didn't get as much viewer and as much interaction as we did. Mm hmm. But let's see. Oh, Overwatch, as of today, Monday, they have, they are 
ending the Breast Cancer Research Foundation event that they were doing with the Pink Mercy skin. Today is the last day, which means by the time this podcast is out, it would have been over by like two days-ish, depending if we get mm-hmm. it out in time. They have, they, uh, the, let me see if I can find the most recent tweet about it. Yes, they have been constantly tweeting out information about how much they've been raising and who is doing the charity stream when. The uh, last number I saw was like 10 million. Yes, they were, uh, the last number I saw was closing in on raising 10 million, which is amazing because that was back on Thursday. So they've had the entire weekend. Uh, and I believe that is not counting how much has been raised uh, through bits because Twitch has to like process those first. I might be wrong about mm-hmm. that. But from what I understand with streamers is uh, they, Twitch has to process the bits that have been donated during the, uh, sh- the streams that are focused on the Pink Mercy event. And those will come in like a week afterwards. So yeah. I am looking forward to seeing a final number. I am too. I know I've been the let's see. Emong was doing the stream today, the next one. Mm-hmm. And he had made some he he didn't expect to reach it, but his goal was like thirty thousand, I believe. He didn't think he'd reach it and Near the end of his stream, he reached it. Well, the end of the scheduled stream, he went longer. He might still be going live, actually. As because he was live when I like, it was like, hey, maybe I should probably boot into Mac so I can uh, record. Yeah, I was. Uh, I always meant to watch more of the streams, but every time I think about watching your streamer, I click on the stream for like a couple minutes and be like. You know, this streamer's personality type doesn't mesh with me. And then I'd click away, and then I'd never forget to come back. Yeah, it's, like, it's, not, not, for it's not, not for everybody. It's not for everybody. saying they were bad streamers. It's just that, yeah, I understand. Like, I know some really cool streamers, but I just, like, personally don't enjoy those style of streaming. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I uh, would often have it running in the background when I would, like, eat breakfast or eat lunch. When I'm doing anything, I would have it running in the background. I managed to get all of the sprays. And it was just really, nice. it was really cool. Like, I would hear them suddenly be like, thank you so much for the $50 dono. Thank you so much for the $100 dono. I'm like, oh my yeah. God, these so many people are donating to this event. I think I got the four-hour spray. I donated a few bits. So I, towards it. So I did my I... one, I guess. And I also bought the skin, so... I wasn't able to get the skin. I think I it's I on. Uh, do you have? You don't have the money for it right now, or? Nope, haven't had the money. Yeah, because I think you can still buy it right now. Oh. I was. Quickly enter one of the giveaways that people are doing last minute. Go, <laughs> go, go. Yeah, I don't. I've never won a giveaway, so. I've won I'll so hold off many. On that one. <laughs> I've won so many giveaways. I'm like not surprised I didn't win this. The, the giveaways I did for the Pink Mercy. Because mm-hmm. I probably used up all my luck. Like, I won a free copy of the Art of Overwatch, which is that huge art book with all the concept art and stuff. Oh, nice. I've won, like, a, I've won, like, a art giveaway my friend was doing. I got an icon for that. Uh, 
I won a thing for a bunch of zines, like a zine. This person who organizes a bunch of zines, uh, which is like these fan made artworks, mm-hmm. had reached a thousand followers on Twitter and was doing a giveaway for that. So I won two fan zines from that. Then I also won uh, Vanian's uh, commuter Nyanskate event where we got to go watch the commuter at the Nyanskate building and then watch the Abinivos versus Dynasty game of stage one. Uh, yeah. I've won a lot. So I'm not surprised that I didn't win the Pink Mercy. I probably used up all my luck back there. That's fair. At least you got a couple good things. Yeah. I wanted the Art of Overwatch book, but wasn't ever able to get it. I'll finally get yeah. it eventually. Yeah, I actually like joined that giveaway kind of on a whim. Like I was like, oh, whatever, I'll just join it because I saw my friend re- retweet about it. Mm-hmm. So and I completely forgot about it. And then later, I see a at notification i'm like what's this and i click on it, it's like congratulations bookworm uh won the art of overwatch I'm like, oh oh hey Thanks. i won a thing it's definitely a book that's worth it so if you ever get the money for it get it oh for sure does it sucks like you know if i had the money i would have done like so i would have been the one who was having all the giveaways for the Pink Mercy. I know I have one friend who I think has spent like 200 pounds uh, PSL in the UK. I mm-hmm. believe they said 200 pounds on the Pink Mercy, like doing giveaways and buying it for friends just to, because it's such an amazing thing. You're donating $15 to an amazing charity. And then you just happen to get a skin as well. I wish I could get the shirt though. Yeah, the shirt have, does look really good. Uh, it's one of my favorite artists, Vixai. Just it's amazing work. I'm really glad that she got to work on the shirt. Mm-hmm. I, I wonder if they're going to keep it up any longer, or are they just going to have it up for the event and then t- take it off? I would hope they keep it up a little bit longer. Yeah. Have it as a running thing, maybe. I hope they do another event like this, another charity mm-hmm. event. It the as much as they raised, I don't see why they wouldn't. Mm-hmm. If they've really raised like over ten million dollars, it'd be kind of foolish. She's like, "All right, well, no more charities from us." Yeah, that's just a ridiculous see. amount of money. Oh yeah, it's this limited edition charity shirt before it's made. Yeah, so they are going to be taking it off soon. Mm-hmm. I think. Other than that, uh, the Electra. next event's coming up. New map, new skins. They had that really cute stop motion video. Oh yeah, they so. do have the. I haven't seen the video they were talking about, but I did see all the skins got spoiled for me. Uh, would yeah, talk they got about leaked. Them. Very... But I know, I know there's a lot of people that are trying to like avoid. Yeah, what so the skins I, I've been, I don't, I believe that not all of them have been officially released. Mm-hmm. So we're not gonna really bring it up the skins themselves yet. But uh, yeah, uh, all I'll say about it is that the ones I saw, if those are like the 100% official, I'm moderately disappointed. Yeah, there's a few that I'm just like, eh, about, but those others, like, oh. I think there was like two or three that I was like, hey, that's not a bad skin. I think not the ones that have been officially released by 
Blizzard have been the soldier skin and the... The tracer. Like, yeah. Because those were the epics that were released. Those were everywhere. Very, very quickly. Is soldiers an epic? I thought soldiers was a legendary. No, no, that one was an epic skin. Oh, wow. It's a good epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it says, right. uh, yeah, if you're in here, Alpha's Reveal, Venom, Soldier, Epic. A lot of people didn't like the Tracer. I think it's pretty good. I like the Tracer for the most part. I feel like her hair could have been better. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like feel that like it's I a change. I, I like that it's different from a normal hair. I just feel like it wasn't, I, I don't feel like it was modeled too well to give off the feel it's supposed to. It, it feels yeah. very, very, I don't know, like clay-like, I guess. Mm-hmm. I know that a lot of the Overwatch hair is kind of like that, but hers, it, it feels like there's no strands. In her, in her regular hair, you can see the individual strands at the ends, uh, at tips of it and stuff. And you don't really get that feeling from her new skin because of the, the way the side of the head is shaved is just very weird. I feel like it could have been better done, but as a whole, the skin's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the new map, new maps Rialto, right? Uh, well, the new map. No, 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 no. Like, no. Rialto was the one that was released with the retribution event. That yeah, is yeah. the new map out. that is coming out with this event is Petra. Oh yeah, it's one of the like team death, death team death match maps. Yeah, which means I'll never see it because I don't play that mode. I think it's on regular death match too. Mm-hmm. You know, like free for all and all that. Yeah. Uh, one of my favorite things is people that complain about balancing issues for free for all. And I'm like, the, the uh, heroes well, are, it's the a team the game. Are made, yeah, the heroes are made for the team <laughs> game aspect. Yeah, everyone was like, yeah, Brigitte is ruining free for all. And I'm like, man, she's ruining a side mode that isn't the main focus of the game. They're not balancing for that. How terrible. Like, they're already buffing Ana, netting her nano-boost herself in the game mode. Like, come on. Mm-hmm. Okay, I have to edit something in here. Editor Zaza here, and I just have to say that Deathmatch is my favorite mode. They kind of just made a competitive Deathmatch mode. And please nerf Brigida. Please buff Ana. You guys are both wrong. Back to the show. But other than that, that is it for us, I believe. Uh, if you want to submit a topic for, if you want to be the second person to submit a topic via Twitter for hashtag VVTalk, feel free. You can also add us at Voicing Valiant. Uh, make sure to follow us for more updates. Our Twitter person is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, sure. Thank you for joining us in our somewhat rigorous schedule. We like to stay very on topic 24 7. Definitely not an off topic podcast at this point. I always stay on topic most of the time. If somebody would watch the games. Hey, I try. Uh, if uh, you want to oh, keep wait, up to uh, date. Next we... week. Remember? Oh, yeah. Next week, I might not be here. We'll have previous guest Dwarf back on. To fill my spot. Yeah, chance we I can be here. Chance I can't. Well, it's kind of up yeah. in the air. By the looks of it, he won't be, which is sad. And that's what he gets for not watching the games this week. 
Yeah, I know. It's called it's karma punishment. Yeah, I can't. I I didn't watch the game this week, so I don't get to show up next week. Mm-hmm. It's the punishment system we have going on here. Uh, if you want to keep up to date on all things Valiant, you can find them usually with the tag LA Valiant on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, Reddit, Discord, and Snapchat. And that's it. See you guys next week. Maybe Chad, maybe not. Yeah. And cut. Yep. <laughs>